Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Julia's Trucking Cafe. This is Julia, your host. I want to take a moment and apologize to everybody about not recording a few shows the last few weeks. My son, who's in the military, had, was come, come home for a visit um, when he come back from deployment from Afghanistan. And this is the only time that I had a chance to see him. He'll be then stationed over in Japan uh, the end of the summer for the next couple of years, if not longer. So I wanted to take a chance and visit with him. Also, I want to wish all the moms out there a happy belated Mother's Day. If you're like me, our work is never done, and I was working on Mother's Day as well. So tonight I want to talk about the silly stuff that drivers do. And when I say drivers, I'm talking about truck drivers and regular people in cars, as truck drivers know them as four-wheelers. But first, we're going to be going over what happened in current events this past week. On Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time on Interstate 87 going southbound in New York, uh, had a severe semi-crash that closed the interstate down near Newburgh. You could see the article on the Truckers Cafe. From what I understand, there was um, a company pulling two 53-foot trailers, doubles, and a third truck crashed into the rear double, pushed it ahead so far that it came up on top of the dolly that you, the trailer was up in midair, and you all you saw was wheels underneath. It almost looked like three trucks collided. That's what I thought at first. But hopefully both drivers are okay. Um, we here at the cafe are praying for them and their families. Um, another accident that happened, an oil tanker caught fire in Alabama. And sadly to say, that driver didn't make it. We, uh, again, were praying for their families and for the soul of that truck driver. And in other news this week, the FMCSA director, Ray Martinez, will be speaking to the House Transportation committee at the at a house transportation hearing on may 22nd just a second as i pull this up to go ahead and read this to you real quickly um the country's top trucking regulator will be among the officials scheduled to update house policymakers during a hearing on may 22nd several individuals with knowledge of the hearing told this uh, 
publication. The Highways and Transit Subcommittee will meet to review the progress on the implementation of provisions in the 2015 FAST, F-A-S-T Act Highway Law. Ray Martinez, the administrator of the FMCSA, will be tasked with updating lawmakers about the component of the law pertaining to commercial vehicles. Trucking concerns, meanwhile, recently were raised by several House Transportation Authorities at a hearing with the Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow in March. Well, we knew about this. We knew about this from the uh, Mid-America Trucking Show. And um, Chow acknowledged a few lawmakers from rural districts had shared their concerns about the ELD mandate in relation to livestock haulers. The secretary emphasized FMCSA had held outreach and educational sessions on the matter, but she's not saying that they're going to be exempt. She only gave a 90-day temporary exemption for the uh, agriculture and cattle haulers. And um, at the May hearing, lawmakers are also expected to press officials about the administration's efforts to rebuild aspects of the country's infrastructure. The White House unveiled a 10-year, $1.5 trillion proposal in February, even though Press Secretary Sanders said advancing this proposal this year was unlikely to happen. Now, to explain what the FAST FAST Act really is, it was signed into law by President Obama in December of 2015. And it sets aside funds to surface transportation programs, including but not limited to federal aid highways. He set aside over $305 billion for fiscal years 2016 through 2020. It's a long-term, it's the first time long-term service transportation authorization enacted, it was enacted in a decade that provides long-term funding, certainly for certainty, excuse me, for service tra- surface transportation. In other words, fixing the roads um, on federal highways, state highways, those kind of things, bridges, that kind of thing. But apparently they forgot about Indiana. You go across I-70 in Indiana, you get beat to death. I put shocks on my truck. I put new tires. I have to replace a stabilizer. I have to get an alignment done. Because of all the potholes, people are kind of at me about riding down the center of the road, but I'm trying to miss all the damn potholes in Indiana. And, of course, Indiana's saying, well, the heavy trucks are the ones doing it, so we're not going to fix our roads, but yet they tax us to death and have all sorts of hidden taxes in the fuel. Uh, every time you buy fuel in Indiana, which a lot of us are boycotting, we're not going to buy fuel in Indiana. So if you go to the FMCSA or .gov website and go to the Federal Highway Administration, you can do a search and find this article about the FAST Act if you want to learn more about it. So now on to the silly stuff that drivers do. When I say silly things, I'm going to be talking about semi-truck drivers and, again, four-wheelers. The top of the, what I consider the top of the list is not people not using turn signals. We're not mind readers. People cannot read your mind what you want to do. And I'm here in wonderful Maryland, Jessup, Maryland, um, doing this broadcast, and you would be surprised coming up here on 495, you know, people not using turn signals. Well, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know if you're trying to exit off 
or just changing lanes or what the problem is. So another one is a car or four-wheeler cutting off a semi-truck to exit off across the lanes of traffic. And they're really good about that nationwide. But when you have three, four lanes of traffic and they're way in the left lane, they're not thinking. They've got their head someplace else, God only knows. And they're like, oh, there's my exit. Mm-hmm. Don't even bother looking over the shoulder. Don't even bother say, oh, there's a semi-truck right over, right beside me. He might run me over. Nobody thinks like that. Everybody thinks, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. Nothing's going to happen to me. Another uh, silly thing drivers do is stopping completely in front of a semi-truck in the middle of the interstate. Stop dead. I had a Jeep do that to me uh, Monday. And uh, he was in the third lane, middle lane. He needed to, uh, for somehow to pull, pull over on the shoulder of the road. He stopped it in front of me to let a car by him so he could pull over on the shoulder of the road. I have 80,000 pounds. I'm 80,000 pounds gross field Kuwait. I am driving a $100,000 piece of equipment, okay? That could buy your house, people, and you're going to stop dead in front of me, really. Tailgating. People, this is the worst thing that you can do is tailgating. That accident on 87, was somebody following too close? Were they tailgating? Don't know. It's still under investigation, you know? A semi-truck tailgating another semi-truck. I see it all the time. Car tailgating a semi-truck. You know, what happens if there's a big object in the middle of the road? What do you do? You know, what happens if a tire blows? What do you do? No place to go. So another thing is in a parking lot, going around behind somebody while they're back out of to a spot. You know, don't run past somebody when they're trying to back into a hole because they're concentrating on what they're doing. They're not looking out for you. Well, and you're going to be so impatient to not, you know, give them a few minutes to back into a spot. So what? You know, you're going to hurry up and wait in a few while, and you're going to hurry up and wait for somebody else to back up into a spot. If you're that big of a hurry, don't get have your ass at a truck stop. You know, go on down the road. Go into a restaurant if you just have to use the bathroom. There again, uh, back to parking in, uh, had a siesta in a few islands, you know. Going uh, faster than 10 miles an hour in a truck stop. You know that our drivers are out there walking to and from the building, paying for fuel, going to the bathroom, going to get something to eat, going into the restaurant, you know, or walking their pet. But you're going to go blowing through the truck stop, uh, uh, going through the gears, ten, uh, five, grabbing five gears, going through the parking lot? Just wait. I know that karma is a... B-I-T-C-H, you know, but uh, maybe you're going to be crossing a truck stop parking lot with your family and let somebody come blowing by you. What comes around goes around, people. I firmly believe that. And you're driving down the interstate and you see a truck parked on the shoulder. Your immediate reflex most of the time is to move over. Well, that's nice of you. You know, I, I'm broke down on the side of the shoulder a couple of times. And nobody would move over. And they're blowing the horn and being real idiots out here. Whatever ever happened to common courtesy? You know, there is none no more, and it's sad. It's really freaking sad. You know, because we are the first line of a company that outsiders see. Cars see, 
um, shipping and receiving customers see we represent the company we work for. So let's try to have a more professional manner out here. I know that's asking a lot, you know, but don't cut somebody off because you want to move over because somebody's on the shoulder. If I'm right at your ICC bumper or right at your trailer tandems, don't be cutting me off. Don't speed up to cut me off, to move over. It's stupid. You slow both of us down doing that garbage. When somebody's backing into a dock at a customer, don't walk behind their trailer. That's putting your life in your hands. You know, if you don't want to have a, a suicide pact or something, try to commit suicide on your own time. Don't waste my time because I don't have time for the paperwork. Don't sit there and walk behind me when I'm backing up because I'll gun it. You can guarantee I'll gun it, and you'll be running. When it, Another thing that people love to do when a truck's in the left lane, cars just love to pass on the right, you know? Some silly things that drivers do, and skip down a little bit. Uh, following your GPS onto the Natchez Trace Parkway. When it specifically states, no trucks allowed, no commercial vehicles, well, my GPS told me to go that way, and you can't get off because there's no damn exits. It runs from Louisiana all the way up into Alabama, Tennessee, and there's no way to get off. Following your GPS on the Coney Island Boardwalk, that's a real big no-no. Um, another one is when, when a truck has a left turn signal on, you know, cars have to run up your left side to block you in. I got to get around that truck. I got to get around that truck. Just slow moving. I got to get around that truck. Um, another funny thing is uh, a large trucking company had a team running for them. The, one of the team drivers got ticked off, ran, uh, ran um, past the bridge in I-64 somehow, and ended up putting a truck in a canal. Saw it. Saw it on the Internet. Truck was in the water, in the canal, up to the doors because he got, driver got mad. Um, people not watching out of their mirrors, They're especially in the rear view mirror, seeing what's coming up behind them, besides looking out their left and right mirror. Um, or if you see a, a semi-truck coming up behind you, you're going to play chicken and slam on your brakes. Get around me to turn around and slow down. That's brilliant. You know? Another good one is when you're trying to pass a semi-truck and he speeds up and won't let you pass. What kind of garbage is that? Why can't you let somebody pass you, do their maneuver, finish their maneuver, and then turn around? And if you don't, they're going too slow or whatever, then go ahead and pass them back. And when you're coming down a ramp and you're trying to merge onto the traffic, whether you're in a car or a semi-truck, don't wait to the end of the ramp and think that the truck next to you is going to move over because they probably can't. You can't see the traffic to their left. I had a Hirschbach truck do this to me. I said that on a different episode, and I had a car do it to me as well in Indiana. He was so ticked off that I wouldn't move over for him. He gunned it and ran down his shoulder just to get in front of me. I mean, what, instead of it just merging in behind me, slow down, merge it behind me. Either get in front of me or get behind me. Don't try to run me off the road, because guess what? I'm bigger than you. And people getting ticked off when uh, we can't get out of your way. Like I said, you can't, you know, gas on it. Get the hell out of the way, because uh, we normally can't move. So this show is going to be kind of a little quick. If you have any other 
um, insights, comments on this show, please um, join us on Facebook. Like our Facebook page at Julia's Truck at Cafe. Also, be a member of our discussion group. We love discussions. We love questions. We like to have comments on episodes. Good. Constructive criticism is okay. Keep it clean. It is G-rated. We also have a brand new shiny website, juliastruckatcafe.com. When you join the discussion group, Cafe Regulars, you will be in the elite group that will get insights and updates to the new things happening on the website. And I'm going to be adding new things and new pages and doing new things in the future. So look for those in the discussion group and be one of the first ones to find out what's going to be coming in the future. I'm going to be adding stuff to the pages. And um, hopefully you like it. Hopefully it will be really neat. Anytime you were, I'm doing the show live and you want to call in, our number is 213-943-3411. Again, that's 213-943-3411. I apologize. This show is going to be um, a little bit short this go-round. I will do better in the future, make it a little bit longer. I don't want to waste your whole day um, having to listen to me. But um, I definitely appreciate the comments and suggestions. If you have any suggestions, be a guest on our show. We love guests. We love surprise guests. Popping in, saying hello. Don't be afraid of all the listeners, you know. It's only a conversation between you and I. It's not, don't worry about all the other listeners out there. We're, you and I are just having a co- truck of conversation. So feel free to pop in and, and say hello. So in closing, I want to thank everybody that who liked our Facebook page. Um, If you're a new listener and haven't yet, please follow us on Facebook. And we also are on Twitter at uh, Julia's T-R-C-K-N-G Cafe. Um, There again, I mentioned the discussion group. And um, I want to thank all of you for being my listeners. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate all of the listens, all of the follows. Please start commenting. I love the dialogue. Don't be afraid to do that. Your opinion counts. Your opinion is important. And um, please keep the shiny side up and stay safe out there. And we will, until next time.
by any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. by any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.